Career Disruptors is the podcast for senior managers who are not afraid to challenge the status quo, who challenge assumptions and who push the boundaries and love shattering conventional wisdom. I'm Coach Caroline De Kimper, empowering professionals to build a personal brand that gives them the confidence they need to go after the career they want and deserve. Welcome to another episode of Career Disruptors. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about the fact that a lot of organizations label people as having bad behavior instead of recognizing them for the disruptor they are and understanding that the only thing they often want to bring to the table is innovation, change. They want to do things different and they see the potential in a project. But the problem is that only they see it and nobody else. So in this episode, I want to share with you the story of one of my clients, Mark. So Mark is late 40s, senior manager within a financial organization here in Sydney. And over the last six years, he had two positions. And those two positions were completely not what he expected. He really struggled because the organization was not aligned with what he wanted to achieve. So the first one, he was sold an idea, a vision that the company had. But only two or three months in, he came to the realization that that was totally not what his manager or actually what the company was wanting to achieve. So he felt completely stuck. And to top that up, his manager really had the ability to shatter his self-confidence. He didn't believe anymore what was possible and that change was possible. So when he resigned, he promised himself that that wouldn't happen again. And he joined this other organization and only to find out a couple of months later that it was exactly the same story. So the same BS that was going on. So again, he signed up for a role and he was hoping that it was something and in reality, it was nothing. So at this time, Mark didn't think it was possible anymore to find an organization that would do what they say they're going to do, where that would appreciate the value that he could create. Because the only thing that he wanted to do was challenge processes that have been done but are not optimized and weren't working anymore. So he wanted to improve the efficiency and the productivity. But time and time again, he was knocked down by senior management that this is not the way we do things around here. And in the process, he lost his confidence So here we have a man that was very confident and very capable, very skilled, had a world of experience and achievements under his belt. And two jobs later, six years, and it was completely gone. He didn't have the belief anymore that he could find a job that was fulfilling He didn't believe that he could find a job that was challenging and he definitely didn't believe that all of that was possible in a job that was paying what he was worth. 
So when I met Mark, he was very skeptical about working with me and he didn't believe that there was anything that could be done for him to actually change the outcome. So the outcome being that he would find a job that was fulfilling, challenging and paying what is worth. The first thing that he had to do was getting crystal clear and he utilized career mapping uh, to understand, okay, what was it in each project and each company and each responsibility that I liked and disliked. And we went one step further because he had such horrible experiences. It is horrible, but you have to look at it from a different angle because it gives you the ability to get information. And when you have information, you know the questions you can ask next time to extract that information. So because he had that horrible experience before, he was able to review it, analyze it, and to make sure that he was able to form questions that he could use in an interview to avoid exactly that. Now, there is a small challenge here that you have to be aware of. You can't ask two negative questions because if you go to an interview asking very Debbie Downer questions, that will project in the interview and people won't actually feel attracted to you as a candidate, as a potential employee for that company. So you have to make sure that you detach yourself in the interview from the outcome and asking the questions in such neutral way that it will give you information so you can make an informed decision. That's the only thing you need to do. So we did career mapping and really established what it was that he wanted to do next in his career and what kind of environment that he wanted to work in. Because nobody really thinks about how an environment, a work environment should look like and how we want our boss, our peers, the company to behave. Because we all think like they will act with integrity or they will act a certain way because that is your value. But how many times isn't there a big disconnect between what you expect and what a company manager or peers or colleagues actually do? It's very, very often. So after we did the first element, we stepped over to the second and we defined his values and to make sure that he knew his values and how he wanted his values to be represented within an organization. And again, we defined interview questions for these values so that he could make sure that a company was aligned with what he was looking for. And then as a last phase, to really build up his confidence, we created an elevator pitch. And an elevator pitch that wasn't about bragging about yourself, but because nobody likes braggers. <laughs> um, but it was really, truly reflecting him. So highlighting the value that he could add to an organization, to a CEO, to a managing director, but without him feeling yucky when he had to present himself. And of course, practice is a big element in that because once you have created a written 
pitch for yourself, you need to practice it. You need to own it and you need to make it comfortable for yourself. Because otherwise, if you're not comfortable with it, others will pick up on that and will see that and they will have a feeling like, oh, I'm not sure about this person. And that's what you want to avoid. So you need to practice however you want to position yourself. So once we did all of that, Mark and I created a strategy to get his personal brand out there. Because essentially that's what we created, his personal brand. And the next step was then creating a strategy on how we are going to use that personal brand to lift his career. So we used LinkedIn as a platform and of course job boards and also he learned how he could tap into the hidden job market and it was using those career strategies that enabled him to get four interviews and out of the four interviews he got two job offers and he chose the one that was most aligned with where he wanted to be. Now, this is important because a lot of people would have looked at those two job offers and chose the other one. But because we have done the career mapping and getting crystal clear on the values, he could easily distinguish which one was really aligned with where he wanted to be and the person that he was, in which organization he would completely feel authentic and which one would be a struggle again. So, I hope you understand that your career is in your control and it really all depends on you, on how you take action and take control of it and what plans you put in place, what strategies you put in place. The biggest thing that I see with all of my clients and really with most professionals is that not a lot of people are intentional about where they want their career to go, what that next step is going to be, and they don't have a plan. And think about it. We have a plan for everything. You want to run the marathon. You actually have a health and fitness plan ready. You want to organize a wedding. You plan for your wedding. Like We plan things uh, whether it's in detail or not, but our careers we don't plan and we spend so much time working. So it's only normal that you would take time to develop your career plan. So if you're interested, I have a free PDF that uh, you can download. I will pop the link in the notes of this episode, but it's, it's newhorizoncoaching.com.au forward slash the dash six dash figure dash career dash plan. I really have to think about an easier way. <laughs> uh, but download that PDF and you will see all the steps within my six figure career plan. Also how to craft an elevator pitch. And lastly, I also share with you a six figure resume template. So I hope you found this episode inspirational. Please subscribe to this podcast and I would love it if you could leave a review for me. Thank you very much and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.